a playlist original. It's your host Tori and who is ready to be petty? Welcome back to another episode of RTBB. I am so glad you're here and man, I am just cruising to the end of August. It is an exciting time because I turn 31. The Patreon, the Petty Bettys turn one in September and then the podcast turns five in October. I can't believe it. Last year for my birthday, I wanted to do a pop culture trivia night and we did that and it was so cute and wholesome and fun and there's some girls that came to that that I still talk to in Instagram DMs to this day. (laughs) You know that TikTok to this day, (laughs) to this day. So uh, maybe I'll do another one of those. Let me know if you'd be interested in coming to a Zoom pop culture trivia night and I really want to do a mailbag show of all listener questions for the fifth year anniversary and obviously we'll do a clip show where we pull funny clips from the past year October 31st to uh, October 31st the following year and I'll just do like a little fun clip show because that's always really fun too. Mailbag episodes are where the listeners submit all of the questions and topics via DM or voice mail or whatever and I have been dreaming since I started this podcast to have enough listeners to be able to do a mailbag episode and I think this year is the year so I'm very excited for that. Over on Patreon I have Emps and Emps and I are going to be talking about trending pop culture topics this week. She's super well-versed in everything pop culture, but especially blind items. So that's going to be really, really fun. And this morning I just recorded with Cam from what I will say about the Kim versus Kanye, the divorce documentary over on, I watched it on Discovery Plus, but it's also on Max, etc. So that will be coming out in the next couple weeks if you want to watch that so you're all caught up for that episode. I want to note that in today's episode we talk about the brief rumblings about all the Scooter Braun news but I'll defo be talking about it more with Emps tonight because more news has broke so subscribe to Patreon patreon.com slash rtbb podcast and I'm sure it will come up again as the weeks unfold. I want to shout out our patrons of the week, Alex T. Alex T came to me from Mess Magnets, I believe, or the RHAP network. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening. You're such a fun listener. I love when you chat with us in the Discord and you are from so far away that I feel like it's just so interesting to have people on the other side of the world listening to your content super cool so thanks alex t and then ellie h ellie i hope you're having a amazing week thank you so much for being a rtpp patron and i appreciate you so much supporting my work and just me in general 
I hope you both are having the best end of summer. Okay, it's time to get to today's episode. Here is my conversation with Sammy P. I'm back with a very special guest, Sammy P from It's Become a Whole Thing is here. Sammy, how are you? I'm doing good today. How are you, Tori? It's nice to see you again. I know. It's good to see you too. It's so funny because I listen to you and Emily every week. I was like, oh yeah, it's like been so recent since Sammy's been on the pod. Like I won't bother her again. Then I was like actually looking it up and I was like, oh no, it's been like a chunk of time. So welcome back. (laughs) Thank you. I know. I feel like it's maybe been like a year, but that just flew by or it could have been like six months. I really don't have like a good sense of time or space. (laughs) No, literally, literally same here. I'm like, everything is like all relative. (laughs) Uh, Can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and the podcast that you co-host? Oh, yes, I'd love to. So I am a co-host to my friend Emily, who I'm sure a lot of people know from TikTok. It's become a whole thing. She launched a pod and um, we're just real life besties. And so I started co-hosting on most of them and we recap usually a classic reality show every week or sometimes um, some true crime or a documentary or just something that feels zeitgeisty, but also sometimes things that are 20 years old. So it's really just what we feel in the moment. (laughs) Totally. I was listening to the Queen of Versailles episode because that is a story that has fascinated me to my core and I'm like no one's talking about this like more people need to like be talking about this I know right it's so fascinating because we never get to see inside so close to like people that live on this echelon of eccentric billionaires and such like 100% yeah like more than any like housewife or like reality tv tv star that we're like usually watching like that exact kind of person but with like 10 times the money or yeah a hundred times the money again yeah not, not good uh, yeah. with numbers but <laughs> no literally i i'm like yeah like a couple more millies no it's like time like what raquel levis owns like squared like <laughs> yeah Okay, we're going to talk about some trending news topics today. We're going to talk about Sam and Britney's divorce, um, Vanderpump Rules. We got Raquel Levis's first interview post-Scandival, the Kaler reunion, Justin Bieber and Scooter Braun, uh, and Kiki Palmer's music video with Usher, and then Sammy's going to nominate a Pettyweight Champion of the Week and share her this week in Petty. So... Sam and Brittany, uh, TMZ first reported that on Wednesday, I believe, that they were separating, which quickly turned into like, no, they're like legitimately getting a divorce. And at first when I read this, I was like, I actually didn't believe it. And then Troy <laughs> from Beyond the Vines was about it. I was like, oh, no, it's legitimate. <laughs> How did you first hear about Sam and Brittany? I mean, I've sort of been on the scent of this for for quite some time. I've been very sus about the whole relationship. Yeah. And the wedding especially really turned a corner for me. Like, it was always, like, a very insidious feeling relationship. But then the weird wedding. And do you remember she posted after? She was like, wow, there sure was a lot of women at my wedding. A lot of hot young women who I've never met before. 
funny how they were at my wedding. Isn't that a bit weird? And there was just like randoms there. And Selena Gomez was there, Drew Barrymore. They said they'd never met. And I was like, what Yeah. kind of wedding is this? And what kind of guy would marry someone who's in a conservatorship and like fighting for their life and like struggling with their like mental health to this level? And then he's acting like it's just like, Yeah. Normal yeah, normal. wedding. Wedding vibes. Yeah. No, 100% wedding vibes. Yeah. One hundred percent. That was like the sus thing about me is like just how he's like a not up and coming, but like a wannabe actor model. Um, and then you're right. I was like, why get married at this point? It seems exploitative when she's coming out of a conservatorship.
Oh, totally. And like, obviously, we don't know Brittany, but we do have like a 20 year plus look into her life and like aggressive behavior does not seem like something this person is capable of like it's so weird and I was like Sam we don't know you from anywhere so yeah it's tough and then Brittany posted and again super interesting that they both decided to post separate statements I feel like a lot of couples at this level of fame post statements together so I think that does say a lot she says as everyone knows Hassam which again I feel like that's the first thing first time she's called him by his full name and I and I are no longer together six years is a long time to be with someone so I'm a little shocked but I'm not here to explain why because it's honestly nobody's business but I couldn't take the pain anymore honestly in some sort of telepathic way I've been receiving so many messages that melt my heart from friends and I thank you I've been playing it strong for way too long and my Instagram may seem perfect which I was like lol I was like girl to who (laughs) but it's far from reality and I think we all know that I would love to show my emotions and tears on how I really feel but some for some reason I've always had to hide my weaknesses if I wasn't my dad's strong soldier, I'd be sent away to places to get fixed by doctors. But that's when I needed family the most. You're supposed to be loved unconditionally, not under conditions. So I will be as strong as I can and do my best. And I'm actually doing pretty damn good. Anyways, have a good day and don't forget to smile. That also, the stuff about the dad hiding her feelings, getting sent to doctors, is also just such a dark reminder that of how much abuse she's faced in her life but also that again like she's not healed I feel like at all from anything that has happened and I just am always like wishing for healing and like peace for her so yeah it's been it's tough she's been stuck she's like stuck in the loop of like reliving the trauma and like going back to that all the time and I'm really looking forward to reading her book which is coming out this year because I just want to try and get a coherent narrative I'm sure they'll arrange it in like chronological order or something so I can get a better idea of what she's really been through and and everything but yeah um after this post about her being like shocked and and sad and it being nobody's business which totally yeah as we talk about it but yeah totally. I know, I know. <laughs> it's like well it's our business obviously but yeah it's it not is. talking about us yeah as specifically <laughs> um then the black r- male rumors come out that sam is planning to blackmail her with videos to try and get more money and that he's contesting their ironclad prenup which gives him absolutely nothing no spousal support no like earning yeah none of her earnings like yeah the house that she bought pre-relationship like none of that yes which is so ridiculous I was like are you actually using her in the way that so many men and her dad etc did beforehand like it's actually disgusting because I was always sus of him for sure, but I didn't think like, truly, I didn't think this was going to happen. I thought he knew his place that he he, yeah. he does get to keep all the gifts that she gave him and his cars yeah. and, and, you know, all all the things that he, he owns. So it should be just a pretty simple parting of ways. But yeah, then his lawyer 
he denies through his lawyer that he's contesting the prenup, but there are, are public court documents that say that he is contesting the prenup because he is asking yeah. for spousal support. So he's a liar at this point. Totally. I think another thing that has always been interesting and that's now answered for us is that even that they got legally married because I don't think TMZ had found the marriage documents ever. And so when I saw the divorce ones, I'm like, okay, like at least that was like legitimate. Sometimes I really think that that wedding was like a full like sham, but it did definitely have a sham vibe. So I am surprised. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. It was like in, in her driveway under like a tent and like, it just felt so weird. I know in that house and like, yeah. And then we saw her though at a, a gas station, um, like a convenience store, I think last night. And she looks like Brit, you know, going to a convenience store for snackies. And like, I don't know. I just, again, hope she's doing well. And that, I don't know. Like, I think it's a, like, you don't have to be fully healed to have like a partner and stuff like that. But so true. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I feel like you need some alone time. Yeah, or just, like, it would be so nice if she could have a friend or a a trusted family member that she she loved who could just, like, help her build up her self-esteem and her self-image and just be there for her and not ask anything of her. Like, and that that could be a romantic partner, too, but but it's just a little much if she's also... Like, there's just so many rumors about her, right, that she's, like, coming off psychiatric medication and going through periods Mm. of psychosis and going through periods of drinking again and that that's a problem for her I have no idea what to believe in what is and isn't a problem for her and it's it is none of my business and I don't like judge her at all but it's a lot to go through that and try to start a new relationship and also be famous and be Britney Spears totally do you think the memoir at this point will be legitimate I just think of that like will I am song that he released like a few weeks ago that was like either recorded a million years ago or just like not fake but like from pulled from like mind your business is the song I'm referring to but like pulled from like other songs like it just seems yeah like I just don't even know what to like believe at this point anymore I know what you mean it's it's definitely like the closest I get to Illuminati theories or what do they call them Br- Britain yeah. or something like yeah B-anon. yeah yeah being on <laughs> yeah literally I know because I sometimes the odds like the wedding was uh like on a green screen TikToks will come up on my for you page and like every day I get closer <laughs> to believing them like <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, I mean, we've all seen AI take some leaps and bounds. So it's like, yeah, yeah. at some point, I don't know what the fuck to believe, but. I know, I know, I know. Did you see her post that was like, I, I did call my six best gays and we partied all night. I was like, okay. It's like, fuck yeah. Yeah, like that is what I want to see. And her taking her wine cooler to the community store, like that is the essence of Britney. So I hope she is having fun. 100% or even just her being like yeah I'm buying this horse <laughs> I was like fuck yeah like yeah just ride your horse hang out with your friends and yeah have your buzz ball at a convenience store like, no eat some good snacks it, like, I hope she has like stock interest in buzz ball it was blowing up I, I still don't quite know what it is but I want one 
Yeah, because as Canadians, we don't obviously have that. But when I was in Seattle a few weeks ago for the Eras tour, we went to like an AM, PM or whatever. And there was Buzz Balls there. And I was like, should I get one? Just because like it's so fun. But well, we what, what is it? <laughs> is it a call? Oh, it's yeah. Sorry. Um, Yeah, it's like a I guess you would call it like a cooler. Like it's it's like a cocktail in a can kind of thing yeah like it seems like literally like spiked kool-aid okay yeah fair i was wondering if the buzz thing was something i was like is it tingly is it sour like what is it (laughs) yeah no i think it's just like a carbonated carbonated like sweet drink like okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah but in really like fun kool-aid colors so i love that and it's special because britney had it so if i get the chance I know one. I'm like next time I'm not like <laughs> like when when I, when I was in Vegas I got a four loco in like America flavor and we were so excited because I love Vanderpump rules and sometimes they'll crack a four loco so I was like wow I really get to like live a dream today but then I couldn't even choke down three sips it was the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted oh yeah I'm <laughs> assuming this is gonna taste like fucking jello or something like that like it's gonna be disgusting but like Again, I'll try anything that that Brittany tries. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, ready to drink cocktail. I don't know. It reminds me of a cooler, but I think you can get like, are coolers usually vodka? Hmm, I don't know. know, Or rum or tequila? I I have no idea, but. mm. It'll stay a mystery. It's more glamorous that way. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about VPR. So, my God, we've had like, the tiniest, I think, reprieve of Scandival since fucking March, where it's like, okay, yeah, we're see- seeing season 11 film, but, like, it's finally, like, dying down. I needed it to die down. It was just, like, at some point too much. Mm-hmm. And then this week, out of fucking nowhere, Rachel Levis, because she is rebranded, not rebranded to Rachel, but, like, she just decided to go back to her, you know, given name, Rachel Levis was on the Just Be podcast with Brittany, no, Brittany, <laughs> Bethany, wish. yeah, Frankel. Yeah. Like, and what? <laughs> it's so, it's so weird. I, I don't know why now. I think she could should have done it sooner or later, not now in the middle of nowhere time. Like, and... This interview was so self-serving to Bethany and did not help Rachel's case at all. Like it made her, it made her look so much worse, just as worse, like just as bad as people were saying. And it made her, I think it made people hate her more because Bethany is universally hated at this point. Yeah, I'm sure the opinion is split, but it's not been good overall like the the comments are not positive um some things she said are getting some traction like people are interested in like some truth nuggets that she's dropping but overall I did think she came across as like quite defensive definitely felt the most sorry for herself out of anyone you know like just unaware still like that's the thing about therapy and getting a lot of therapy is it's kind of their job to be like I wasn't that bad what <laughs> Like, you're not that bad, you know, like, forgive yourself and move on. And so I think she was just like high off that, but not thinking about how people in the audience are going to receive her being like, like, 
I forgive myself and I love me. <laughs> I am a miracle. Yeah, just from like a PR and like strategy point of view, it makes no sense that she would go this route. Like, I just feel like she could have done so much better with like a Alex Cooper style YouTube video where it's just her in her living room or whatever. Or I think still going back on the show would have been and like trying to be a sympathetic character um, is actually would have been the best move Um, or just launching her podcast, which she revealed in the interview, launching the podcast and using that as her uh, like comeback story or something like that. But it just. She chose none of those routes. Those all would have been better. <laughs> finding finding a prestige interviewer would have been better. Yes, doing yeah, go on like Katie Couric or something like that. Like it was the hottest. Call Oprah. <laughs> Honestly, she, Oprah might have deigned, but but like she would have just been like, "Who, who are you?" But yeah, yeah. It, she, but Bethany was like that. I too. know. I know. She, yeah. she she trusted the wrong person again. Yeah. Like. I, I think Bethany took full fucking advantage of her. But maybe we should just, like, go through some of the the tea. Yeah, some of the points. So, yeah. yeah so, um, I'm looking at your notes. Yeah, she talked a lot about how she checked into the Meadows, which is a treatment facility for people, like, facing mental health challenges. Um, and talked a lot about her relationship to men and how it's always been she's always been in unhealthy relationships. She talked about how she bumped into a, like an, not an old friend, but like an acquaintance at the Meadows who leaked that she was there. But she thinks that Bravo and possibly Tom himself was pushing the Miraval uh, spa treatment facility, like narrative Um, And I was like, that sucks. You're like a, not a private citizen, but like, you know, a a human checking into a place because you are unwell and not doing well. And to have your stuff, you're not, you know, like outed fucking sucks. Yeah. And that was such a persistent rumor that she was at a spot. And yeah, the cast was repeating it. They were like, yeah, she's at yeah Mirabelle and, and she's at a spa she's, yeah. she's just getting massages and stuff but she says she spent a full 90 days in treatment two hundred thousand uh, dollars yeah like and yeah so she she was very much in a place of full mental breakdown but Bethany keeps being like oh, what the hell is a big deal like this kind of stuff happens in reality tv all the time like it's all about celebrating affairs and addictions and everyone does it and like which, like, yeah, like, in, th- which is a good point, as Bethany is, like, a longtime reality TV star, because, like, shit like that on The Housewives would happen all the time, and how we got the VPR spinoff, or, like, the VPR as a spinoff, kind of adjacent from Sheena hooking up with someone's husband. Yeah. Like, it's just, it it is very... You know whose husband I'm blanking on. Brandy Glanville. Yes, yes. And yes, Brandy Glanville. Like, that is interesting. So it is weird that this one in particular blew up so much. And we've talked to death of for why it blew up 
and yes. why it was extra bad. It, yes. And it was just annoying that Bethany didn't have any context and that she hadn't watched the show and that she didn't know Ariana and Tom and like the whole fucking thing. So that was tough to listen to and frustrating. But totally. I always just think like if I was on a TV network, like I would know all the major players and like watch all the shows just as like I feel like it's good like work like practice I don't know well, once she landed this interview like how do you not feel so much responsibility delivering something that you know is going to go to the top of the podcast ratings and so many people are going to listen to why wouldn't you do research but anyway totally so the crux of the issue is that Rachel's lawyer or agent or somebody reached out to Bethany to sort of join forces on this like exploitation without compensation reality reckoning that Bethany's kind of branding leading yeah which I think like I I will also say this because people in the love is blind cast are doing this too that part is legitimate reality tv stars have been exploited since like the dawn of time and sometimes it is really gross that like we're the ones that like feed that economy oh absolutely (laughs) It, it rewards like horrible behavior it encourages people to get drunk and harm themselves and lie and sleep with people and and Vanderpump Rules is the worst cast of any like it is the worst people you'll find and I love them so much and I love watching them and I I hope that they're never taken from me because of like ethics yeah literally (laughs) no same because I was like they deserve like yeah ethical compensation or like more mental health supports etc etc and then I'm like but then you won't get the TV that you want, which like is so gross. Like I'll work through that. But like that is, but that is literally it though. Because if people were mentally well on these shows, like The Bachelor or VPR oh or whatever, it's like, we don't, we wouldn't get, it would be boring as fuck. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like they just like go to work, come home, like kiss each other, make dinner. Yeah. <laughs> go for a walk, go to bed. <laughs> literally like it's so crazy I think like some of the other big pieces that I was like hey this is like a little like far from the truth was like when Rachel was like Ariana and I were not best friends and it's like okay yeah maybe you weren't best friends but you were defo friends and colleagues and for years and like Yeah, like, I was like, okay, yeah, maybe you weren't best friends, but, like, I'm still not, like, cheating on my colleagues' (laughs) partners. Like, what? Like, that makes no sense. It's like you've been to her home. You know her dog. You, like, know her, like, story, like, her life story. Like, Yes, I know. You you have matching Halloween costumes. You've been there, like, sleeping there for weeks on end. Like, it's so, it was so eerie to hear her say that. Like, it's... It's we. It was kind of weird when she said like we've never hung out together without cameras there alone, but like that they just seem like a group hang all the time. Yeah, I think that sometimes uh, people not on reality TV struggle with that, with like the colleagues versus like real friends stuff. But I'm like, even if cameras were there the whole time, it's still someone that you have like who I thought you had love and respect for like yeah and it makes her look even worse to be like from the outside it looked like we were close because we were always together but that was just so I could hang out with Tom it was like 
ew and then she's like I would not be involved in this affair secrecy type of situation if I thought there was longevity in this relationship between Tom and Ariana which again is like normal people I bet every <laughs> cheater says that though like oh well they were they were headed for Splitsville so it's fine that I like intervened <laughs> like it's so fucking weird I also this was interesting to me is she did say that she tried to come back for season 11 but she asked for equal pay between Tom and Ariana and I think she's getting like a lot of flack for that this is like one of the things I will kind of support her on they've been on the show for way longer obviously so like I feel like and they are like the you know top cast members so they deserve a lot of money but I do think in season 11 if they had Rachel she would have been doing as much like emotional labor and getting in as many scenes as them so I'm like it would be good I feel like to pay her at least for this season equally or whatever or similarly and then just don't invite her back for season 12 like I thought yeah I don't know I thought that that was weird that Bravo wouldn't give in to a little bit more money just like to have her on the show so we can like well conclude this storyline well she also said plus 200k for like match my salary and pay for the treatment you're right <laughs> so and the 200 dollars for two hundred thousand dollars for the treatment that's true and i think like i have a sneaking suspicion that tom and ariana are gonna get paid like a million for this season yeah, and t- for Rachel to jump from three hundred and sixty-one thousand thousand <laughs> to a million is yeah quite something. But I, I what I have been like wrestling in my head over is what happened to Rachel worth three hundred and sixty-one thousand dollars because she keeps saying I haven't seen a penny from the scandal, and then Lisa's like, "Well, you did get paid for your time on the show and the for season, sharing yeah. your life." And P.S. You also didn't share your life, and this was like a secret affair yeah good fucking point yeah so yeah I'm like furious and heartbroken that she's not coming back I can't believe they couldn't make that happen say a new piece of information for me was that the masturbation video was taken on that day it was a FaceTime from that very day at watch what happens live I was like damn that is bold (laughs) I know which it's also just like so crazy that like all that unfolded that day like it it seems like and like Ariana having that intuition on that day like it just seems like fate like yeah <laughs> like intervened or something like that I thought you were gonna like say it seems like AI or something <laughs> yeah yeah it's another sham <laughs> no 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 totally though like it it is so wild that it just all happened within hours the fact that the cameras weren't up and it was Tom performing at Tom Tom Lisa Vanderpump's there Ariana's there and Sheena and <laughs> and Rachel are together in New York and cameras didn't capture this that will oh my god that will haunt them to the grave I know 100% it's like that and there's like one season of the bachelor where all this shit went down on the bus and they didn't have cameras and I'm like they are kicking themselves like yeah absolutely yeah I didn't know and maybe this is just because I came into 
VPR like as this was happening, but I didn't know that the that Rachel's lawyer sent a cease and desist to Lala because of the video. To the whole cast. Yeah, to the whole cast. Yes, yes. And Lala, like, received, I guess, the cease and desist. And then that's how the send it to Daryl stuff spiraled forward. Yeah, she was like, don't ever contact me. Like, you bitch slut. Call my lawyer. Send it to Daryl. And then she, like, made that into a thing, which I never thought was, like, funny or cool or anything. And 100%. Because, like, I thought it was, like, Rachel was saying did something else and there was a season desist I didn't know it was on a video an explicit video that was filmed without her consent I was like that that makes it so fucking dark like that is also unfair that that is what happened to her it is and it, it was like she did kind of drop something shocking when she said that on camera she confronted Tom and said how can I ever trust you if you film me without my consent and he was like yeah I just wanted to show you how beautiful you look baby and then he Ugh. came which is so disgusting but then he came back after him was like why the fuck did you accuse me of that on camera you made me look so bad then he boycotts filming until they take that out of the edit and this was all reported by TMZ at the time. And people were like, why does he need a retake of a scene with Rachel? Like, you know, but then we saw the scene and people were like, okay, well, he sucks. Like he looks horrible in that scene, but he actually literally was even worse than we thought. 100%. And that's why I'm like, I wish that you, not that I want res- redemption for her at all, but I do want to say in this whole Ariana, Rachel, Tom thing, like, Tom is the worst person yes out of all of this it was his relationship like it's a younger younger more naive cast member that you're I feel like was kind of taking advantage of him doing all this shady non-consensual stuff like I'm like literally fuck you like that's why like I don't need her to have a redemption arc but like I do feel a little bit sympathetic to her I do she's very 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 naive and gullible like she even says in this interview she's like I don't know if Tom manufactured this whole scandal storyline with the producers to to make the show come back and I'm like Rachel what do you mean did he like did you fuck him or not like he hint that I know I know I'm like you don't even know if you were like if you had agency in this yeah that is fucking so creepy and dark 100% yeah totally totally there's also some really yeah interesting things about Bravo as well and Andy specifically talking about how they promised her a mental health advocate during the reunion filming and then they like saw like the paparazzi video of her at the nail salon and then like took it away Andy implying that she was heavily medicated the HIPAA thing was like so fucking funny but like (laughs) Like, everyone misspeaks (laughs) every once in a while. Oh, the dog stuff was insane. I, like, okay, what do you think about that? So she says that Graham was, like, prone to biting, had bit her mom, had bit, like, a bunch of other people, and was just aggressive. So she 
took the dog to like a, a labradoodle or whatever dog rescue like specific to graham's breed and then they tried to rehome him and couldn't because he was aggro and then reached out to vanderpump dogs for a donation which in and itself i was like that's fucking weird and then lisa found out about it and then I guess, like, James got Graham back. Yeah, like, they, she said they scanned the chip. It went back to Lisa Vanderpump, Vanderpump Dogs. So they reached out to them, and then Lisa, like, snatched that dog up and put it, gave it back to James. And then she calls Lisa and is so pissed because she's, like, um, <laughs> it, the whole story, like, the fact that this mini golden doodle is a terrorist and has, like, ripped skin down to the bone and like it's, it's such a weird fucking story first of all like anyway I know and you look at him and he looks like the teddiest like <laughs> yeah. cuddliest little like angel you've ever seen but like so then she's like I don't want him to go to James because she said that James trained him to bite hands hard because he liked the sensation which okay I like actually again 100% believe that me too people are lo- people are like not listen- like done with this podcast <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was like, okay, because you wrote this down in season four, James came to uh, Sir with a bunch of bruises and bite marks. And Kristen has, says, has said this too, that he liked like biting and yeah like kind of a bit of pain and stuff he like said, that. He said nothing's better than like a girl biting your arm like during the, the act. And I'm like, this yeah. guy is a fucking, he's a sex like, pest. He- yeah like so I like literally like literally believe that yeah like yeah and then they're making her look like the bad guy like she gave up this dog to a kill shelter and she's like not the case so I did feel bad for her about that I felt bad for obviously about the filming of her sex tape Um, yeah and I was shocked to hear her say she's never ever ever coming back to reality tv yeah yeah I like I wonder if the money will dry up and she'll be on a show like stars on mars or like dancing with the stars or like uh, who, who would want know. she was like nobody wants me and so well because she's not good tv like <laughs> i know what uh, like until this storyline she was not good tv she ruined her brand she says which is true but at least there's which is true there's always podcasting and i can, i'm excited yeah. for her to be one of our peers jesus fucking christ <laughs> okay yeah literally like, maybe maybe she'll come on our tv but like <laughs> Okay, but, like, this is what I still don't get is, like, she was saying I love you to Tom and Tom was saying it back. What the fuck still happened? Like, what happened with that? Like, because she obviously feels used by him. Yeah. And he just, like, moved on like his life was completely normal. So, like, what fucking happened? I know. I know. There's still, I know I want that tea more than anything. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. And hopefully he'll spill it in the season. And that's why he just keeps being like, no comment, no comment. Um, Because yeah, for a while, everyone was like saying that he's supporting her through treatment. He brought her pictures to stars on Mars. He's like, they're keeping in touch. They, they care about each other. Not to stars on Mars to his like fucking. Oh, right. Sorry. Special forces. (laughs) Special forces. Yeah. Yeah. It was Tom Schwartz on stars on Mars, which like, 
uh, murder me. But yeah, 100% that like she was sending him mail to Ariana and Tom's shared house. And he was like, yeah, Nick Vile broke that he was like still talking about her during special forces. Like I just I'm so confused. I know at some point they turned on each other. And we're like, yeah. just just threw each other the fuck under the bus when they would have been so much stronger to stay together. But whatever. Yeah. And been like, this is the love of my life and like doubling down. They probably could have turned the like public perception of them. But whatever. They don't deserve that. Um, Any other bombshells? No, other than Sheena's song, stream it. It's called yes. Apples. <laughs> yeah. So then Sheena. OK, Sheena drops a song called Apples. And then Ariana, which I think this is fucking brilliant, drops that she's releasing a book called Single AF. It's a cocktail book like the book that she did with Tom called Fancy AF. But he like when he piggybacked on her, like she got the book deal and he was like, but like I I'm the bartender. Like I care about like bartending stuff. So on the same day, we get this fucking Sheena Shay or Sheena Marie I should say Sheena Marie song and the single AF book like it's yeah they're fucking wild their PR teams are fucking working it like they are they have representation that's almost tree pain level (laughs) yeah seriously seriously what do you think of apples I love it it's a yeah it's a bop (laughs) Well, Good is Gold has always, like, been fucking good. So, like... <laughs> I love Sheena embracing, like, emo pop punk. Like, it's, yeah. it's a cute look for her shouty little voice. <laughs> totally. Do you think it's about the Raquel Levis situation? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Do you think it's, like, was purposely, like, was she channeling through music? Or was she just, like, no, it would get a lot of downloads, like, if I just allude to the Scandaval situation. Well, the thing is, Tori, I can't imagine she put pen to page for this at all. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but, like, someone else, someone else was like, how about we do a cute little song about how Raquel's a bitch who backstab you and yeah. and then wrote it for her and she, she went into the studio, slayed it. I imagine one take. Duh. (laughs) I hope that like making of the song is on season 11. Behind the music. (laughs) Yeah, literally like bring MTV back for this. Like, yeah, my God. Okay, let's change gears. Let's talk about Carly and Taylor. Thank God. I've dabbled. (laughs) Yeah, no, literally I am. I, I always reference this, but Lindsay Lohan in that uh scene at Janice's work where she's like I'm dying for that like people to bring it up if they're not I'll bring it up I can see people being sick of me like bringing this up and it's like me with Kaylor like yeah with late stage Kaylor but I've talked about this a, a little bit Cam and I did a Patreon episode and then Kelsey and I talked about it a little on episode 149 but well, Sammy's here. Let's so, stick with yeah. only breaking. Breaking news. Breaking news. news. Yes. <laughs> I want to hear Sammy's take. I, like, first off, where were you when you heard <laughs> that Carly Kloss was at the Eras tour? I was in my bed under the blankets, but I instantly started sweating bullets and blowing up group chats left and right. Um, 
literally i was also in bed and like because we're in the same time zone like literally sprung like was laying down and then like sprung out of bed like a cartoon yeah i I pulled up tiktok i went to live stream and i said i'm not sleeping tonight not until literally literally and then like i saw this tweet that i like retweeted but it was like talking it was like where is like a like a mo- like a live stream on Curly Claus's seat? And I was like, yes. I know that's like what I want. I like- need to see that, and I'm like, still, I haven't given up hope that someone out there has that footage, and they're just and just doesn't know that they need to release it. They're like- sitting on it. Maybe it hasn't blown up on TikTok. I don't know. They yeah. haven't uploaded it yet for whatever reason. But they're like an alternate angle. Kissgate came out like ten years after the fact. So like, I'm not giving up. Oh, yeah um me watching that like last week like (laughs) jesus christ anyways anyways (laughs) um so after they were seen together whatever it was like two less than two weeks months have passed in my world since then um but nothing really came out other than some like bullshit fanfic article in life and style that still gave me hope life and style is fucking killing it nowadays <laughs> like they, uh, it's like the worst publication but it's like the only one that i like because it's so insane i'm like i just need life and style's opinion like yeah because yeah. they are they're willing to really go there with their like yeah sad and alone like you know? yeah yeah <laughs> literally so their their so take funny. on this is that they're like sisters sometimes sisters yeah. fight and maybe they don't talk for six or seven years but they've let it all go it's water under the bridge they're they no that's a breakup <laughs> like, like please and they said they <laughs> chatted afterward and made plans to see each other soon and then i heard on tiktok today that cara delavine had an after party for the final era show and that carly was there unconfirmed possibly also fanfic but I love fanfic for these it's two crazy kids like <laughs> me too that's wild Cara Delevingne is also kind of having a moment she looks healthy and happy and yeah drop the pics yeah she looked go- like did you see the insanity from the Jack Antonoff wedding yes that was really 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 embarrassing for Long Beach Island or wherever the f- place they were they were they were in uh like literally a a private town like it was like a nowhere like this wasn't new york or la not that that would have made it any better but they were in like the randomest location in new jersey or something in new jersey or something like something like that but like not attached to any like celebrity hotspot or like anything like that and just like swaths of people were there it was so embarrassing there is something happening in the pop culture sphere right now I was talking about this with a friend this weekend that just like we're like breaking the like unspoken norms and like code that we had about celebrities that it's like don't go to their wedding location don't hit them with a water bottle yeah like at their concert like there's something happening that people are just like really being disrespectful yeah people are like I literally no longer have any self-respect I don't give a shit and I'm gonna spend my last potential days on the street swarming someone's private wedding like there was like it looked like 
500 people there in some of the shots totally like closing the streets being super scary screaming taylor's name pissing her off and everybody there ruining someone's wedding it was so sad it was so bad and so she gives no offense but jack antonoff and uh margaret qualley should not have like paparazzi at their wedding like they're not even big enough stars obviously they had like lana del rey taylor swift zoe kravitz chanting like tons of celebs but like it's not a it is not a wedding that should normally break the like no i know and it sucks for taylor because she's like okay now i know that i like if i go up somewhere like i ruin it for people which totally which didn't used to be the case like she went to abigail's wedding and stuff like that uh lena dunham's wedding like basically undetected so it, it really fucking sucks and i really do think the like my major theory is like TikTok and TikTok virality because if you can get a shot of Taylor going into this wedding or whatever like you will go viral and then possibly parlay that into like an Addison Rae style career like, oh my god like, that probably is what the what the girlies were thinking like it, yeah oh god but the reason I, I bring that up is because uh, Taylor walked into the wedding arm in arm with Zoe Kravitz and walked out with Cara Delevingne. So she's not beating those gay rumors anytime soon in my eyes. <laughs> totally, totally. What is your, now that we've had two weeks to process it, what is your, again, leading theory mm-hmm. about why Carly was there? I know, I go back and forth on this, but I have to think it was uh, coordinated like, I have to think Taylor knew she was coming or at least knew she was there <laughs> once she got there. Yeah, um, yeah. That would throw me off my game so much. Yeah, it would be kind of rude to come without a heads up. And I don't see Carly doing that. So I think that they're coordinating this for what reason? I don't know. A theory that I would love to be true is that Taylor's planning on coming out soon so she's trying to smooth things over with this Carly rumor and their feud just be like we're friends we're chill there's nothing there and then this but like you know how gaylers are they're always hoping that Taylor's gonna come out but I just also don't think she will I just don't see it I know I'm sorry everybody I just don't see it but yeah I wonder I have no idea I'm just sometimes still in shock the only thing I'm living for is a pap walk a potential pap walk photo of 1989 photo of Carly and Taylor together they don't have to be right next to each other just in the same room in the same shot yeah that would really improve my life yeah me too me too speaking of taylor scooter braun is allegedly being fired by justin bieber well yeah so that was weird like Demois, i think was the source of this rumor that oh spread like God. wildfire don't get me started on Dumois. <laughs> so it came out Scooter Braun has been fired by Justin Bieber. He's seeking new representation. He's also suing Scooter due to a bad business deal. Um, So then it's like instantly this is picked up and people are like, okay, so he's pissed about selling his back catalog for 200 million. And all these other celebrities have have dumped Scooter Braun recently. So it was totally believable. Yeah. But then both of their management denied it in a joint statement. Yeah. It's just so interesting because... 
Carly Kloss, yeah, um, no longer works with him. And, like, Ariana Grande's, I think, career and, like, personal life is kind of on the rocks. Yeah. In flames. Like, in flames. <laughs> in flames. Um, Madison Beer, I feel like, is a really good example of, like, why he's, like, a shitty manager. We had people leaving him and returning we had late stage huge celebrities joining him like Demi Lovato who like already had like a really established career but also has kind of been no offense in a flop era so I just like I I'm so confused at what's going on like is it because of Scooter's divorce and like troubles with like the law like or just because a lot of his, like, he's been made uh, embarrassment through the re-records or, like, because all of his, like, people on his roster, like Justin, like, haven't produced any new, like, hits or singles or, like, anything. Like, I'm just, I don't know. I just, I'm really confused at, like, what's going on with him. I know. And the best thing that Justin could do would be to part ways with Scooter Braun. Like, absolutely how unhealthy to have someone in that role in your life from age 12 to 30 like it's time to cut that cord I did not like hearing that he brokered the sale of Justin's entire back catalog meaning he does not own a single track he has ever made yeah you get 200 million dollars which is a ton of money but like it's it just seemed like why would he encourage that like encourage Justin to do that especially when Justin was like at a really dark place at that time you know like I just kind of feel like it was very short-sighted and just an easy way to earn 20 million dollars for Scooter Braun and kind of cutting off Justin's career opportunities in the future like He's not going to make money from like greatest hits collections and things like that. If he wants to quit, like it'd be nice to have a stream of money possible if he wants to do like a tour, comeback tour or something like, I don't know. Yeah, totally. Totally. You don't know if it's even true or if it's literally just a complete fabrication, like that someone made up because they wanted to stir up drama between Scooter and Justin. And yeah, but maybe when there's smoke, there's fire. I don't know. Totally. Justin Bieber will just never get away from like, I guess false rumors too, like all the Haley Bieber pregnant rumors. Like again, we don't know those could be true, but like he's not even in the public eye. hasn't re- really hasn't released music in like years, mm-hmm. and then just he's one of those celebrities that just like stays in this like rumor mill. Yeah, people are just obsessed with him. Like, I think a lot of young people imprinted on him and are just, they're not going to let him slip away. Yeah, but I'm assuming that Scooter Braun, his reputation in terms of, like, I feel like the business side of things, like, is probably good. I feel, but, like, his reputation with, like, his clients, I feel like is bad or becoming Mm -hmm. bad. Yeah. So I guess we'll just monitor it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, we will see. Another Justin and Scooter collaborator, Usher, he has been doing a residency. And a few months ago, there was a little bit of drama because Kiki Palmer, who is like truly the light 
of my life in Hollywood. Just a ray of absolute pure sunshine was at his show, uh, dancing around, having a really good time. She posts this super cute picture of her in like a black, like see-through kind of like bodysuit pantsuit dress situation and her boyfriend at the time and her kid's dad Darius Jackson tweeted about what she was wearing and said it's the outfit though you a mom uh they broke up shortly after and she came out with a new collab with Usher the song boyfriend where she like references this incident all over the place do tell Okay, so she is in Vegas in the music video and she's talking about how she's a mother and she's 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 like, I'm tired. I'm a mother. Um, I don't want to go out after all. And she like does a full comedic like 90s sitcom wink at the camera. And it is it's very, very cute and very, very petty and, and very funny. I love it. Is she like, I haven't gotten a chance to watch the video yet. Did she like sing and dance in it? Yeah. So yeah, she's like the, she's not singing, but she's dancing. And like, she is just, she's like the character, like the main character in the music video. So yeah, the song's about, um, is called Boyfriend. It's, you know, a sultry uh, Usher song and she's just like completely referencing that moment um, because again the residency was in Vegas then she's getting ready to go out in Vegas and yeah it's really cute her like uh, ringtone in the music video is you remind me <laughs> I, like at the like prelude Ugh, it's cute I love how she just like instantly shot him down and dumped him like same because I was like okay this probably wasn't like a one-off incident yeah like if he's doing if he's like doing this type of stuff I'm sure he does did other stuff but I was like that is such a boss bitch move because I feel like a lot of people would just like yeah would just deal with it like I mean take him back and just but like she's like if you're gonna embarrass me like that like fuck you fuck you even though they have a baby she's just like no no yeah, a very young baby, like I think under a year. Yeah. Or maybe around a year. So it's like, yeah, must be tough for sure. Okay, let's move on from Kiki Palmer being a petty queen. She honestly could have been Petty Way Champion of the Week. But let's move <laughs> on to Petty Way Champion of the Week. This is the part of the show where Sammy's going to nominate a Petty Way Champion of the Week, someone in the media who did something petty and it was iconic. Sammy, who are you nominating this week? Well, I don't know how iconic it is. Definitely successful. But I mean, for me, it has to be Bethany because she literally exploited Rachel for money for herself, played five minutes of ads every two minutes. And <laughs> that was so brutal. That was such a brutal lesson. Like, it was horrible. I've never heard anything like that. And that she didn't yeah. pay Rachel at all. I was like, no, not you becoming your own worst <laughs> villain. Like literally yeah and just like having the like how did she get her like I still don't get that how emotional manipulation yeah yeah and I still don't get stretching that. it out into three parts really did not benefit Rachel either like each part kind of hit 
bad with the, like the public and it should have just been digested as one sit down interview, but she's just so greedy. Like, yeah, for me. Yeah. Thumbs down. And uh, yeah. And a pretty big, I feel like fuck you to Bravo. Cause Bethany's like on the outs with Bravo. So getting there, like, biggest moment of the year getting one of those players like is is pretty big so oh it's extreme and she came after Andy Cohen by name she came after Lisa Vanderpump by name she just kept saying her own name like I was like this is all about you she dropped that she had a a seaside house in the Hamptons like I was like this is this is unbelievable how self like self-centered you can self-centered. be self-centered yeah. she's so self-centered oh my god yeah I can't believe it I wonder what comes after like it's been about a week uh, now well I guess the last part dropped on Friday so like we're just kind of still settling in but like I just wonder what comes next for Rachel and Bethany like yeah it's so interesting to me I know we'll just have to stay tuned or whatever you said we'll monitor it yeah we'll we'll monitor the situation like I'm a news reporter like monitoring the fires or something like that or like a hurricane like we'll monitor the situation (laughs) okay let's wrap up with this week in petty where Sammy's going to share a story about something that happened in her real life that she's petty about what are you petty about this week um yeah I appreciate the prompt I was like trying to think of something funny had happened to me lately and has not been the case since we've just been trapped inside because of forest fire smoke. But I, I always stay petty. And I was thinking about how um, we've had some guests in the last few weeks and I like love having guests and I'm so down to like feed them, dress them, whatever it is. But um, one of our guests was like, can I do some laundry? And I was like, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, tell me why they did eight loads in a row and then put one in the dryer at 3 a.m. Because <laughs> they had to leave at five. I was like, this is actually now this is bullying. <laughs> eight loads. How long did they stay with you? Well, they were just they were coming from a long trip and yeah. heading home. So they had a suitcase like a huge suitcase full of clothes from their whole trip did all of that even though they're going right to their house and babe wait one day i know (laughs) and i'm like honestly even even the eight loads whatever like they did use a full jug of (laughs) laundry detergent but even that whatever but the 3 a.m and it was a it was shoes it was shoes in the dryer i was like oh no i (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, I have been pushed beyond my limit as a host. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is really rough. That is really, really rough. (laughs) Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, that is weird behavior. That is super, super weird. Yeah, the shoes, the time of day, and just, like, that eight loads. Like, I could probably do all my clothes in, like, maybe five loads. But, like, how long was their trip? And, Tori. Um, yeah. they don't believe in the dryer so and we don't have like drying racks in the house so all of their clothes were literally all over the house covering every surface every chair every table <laughs> so crazy they don't believe in the dry. okay like I'm also like pro hanging up your clothes if it's like a you know can't go in the dryer but like your underwear and stuff just put it in the dryer and like 
I I know that that's not your preference. The dryer is not your preference, but like here in my house, you're not at home. Yeah, you're not at home. (laughs) You know, but I just I didn't let it show. I pushed it deep down, (laughs) so I pat myself on the back for that. One hundred percent. Yeah. No, I know. That's just one of those things where like you're like in the moment you're like yeah for sure no fault like no that's totally fine like great like of course <laughs> me casa <laughs> like and then later with your partner or whatever you're like are you fucking me <laughs> like yeah <laughs> we're now broke like, yeah in this economy like hello <laughs> yeah BC's like in a fucking drought right now like Oh, I love that. That is so funny. Um, yeah, and I love how you just you decided to air their dirty laundry <laughs> on the oh, podcast. Um, Iconic. Excellent yeah. work. <laughs> okay, I think we should end on that note. Thanks for coming on, Sammy. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having little old me. Stop. Oh my God, stop. It's so fun to talk to you. Can you tell the listeners where they can find you and anything else you want to plug? Well, just the pod um, at It's Become a Whole Thing. And I'm on Instagram at Sammy Whole Thing. And I love hearing from people about what weird shows they want us to cover, etc. So feel free. Yeah. Okay. Can we get a sneak peek at what's coming this week? I think we're going to cover Sammy's Return to Jersey Shore. Oh, Fuck yes. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. Like literally ever since you covered um I think you've done two episodes of Jersey Shore, but oh, I'm so excited. I'm thrilled. I I cannot wait to listen to that oh, because thank you. I'm probably just as excited as you and Emily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't That'll wait to catch up. Fun. Catch up with my old friend Sammy. The other Sammy. Yeah, the other Sammy. Yeah. Sam, yeah. Sammy sweetheart, mm-hmm. not Sammy P. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Sammy P for joining me on today's episode. If you're looking for more, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. It's five bucks to join, but you get access to 47 plus episodes, a Discord chat of fellow patrons, all pop culture lovers, and we chit chat about all the breaking news stories over there. Um, it's super fun. You can also follow me on socials at rtbbpodcast. I'm posting tons of news stories, funny things, memes, TikToks, etc., my own hot takes. And if you liked today's episode, I think you would enjoy that. Okay, everybody, I hope you are safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I'm ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.